is WP Water Cooler, episode number 341. The, do- the, the joys of good WordPress. What up? Hosting? Joys of good WordPress hosting? hosting. Okay. Yes, the joys of good WordPress hosting. Uh, this particular episode of WP Water Cooler is brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's Desktop Server. Thank you very much for ServerPress for helping us out. We really appreciate Ooh. it. If you want to do local WordPress development easy... That's like almost like a like like hosting your own WordPress locally on your computer. Just to play around with it, take a look at it, and check it out. You can do three free episodes or th- episodes, <laughs> three three free uh, sites on um, on your uh, on your WordPress uh, through desktop server. Feel free to go take a look at that over there at surpress dot com. If you sign up for WordPress, you get three free episodes of Water Cooler. Hey, <laughs> at watch out! Free episodes of Water Cooler. Speaking of which, let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Um, Manny, how about you? Tell us about yourself. Hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, I'm based in Las Vegas. I build websites using WordPress. I'm one of the co-organizers of, of the WordCamp Las Vegas, and um, I'm here to talk about hosting. Awesome. Ooh. Good to have you on. Brianna, how about you? Hi, I'm Brianna. I am of TechnoSiren. I currently work with Zao, and um, I've been building WordPress websites for a really long time. Good to have you on. How about you, Various? What's up, everybody? I'm Various, and I am the founder of Phil Veracity, a web marketing agency, the founder of the Inland Empire WordPress Meetup Group, and founder and co-organizer for WordCamp Riverside, which is happening in November 8th through 10th. Oh, Zay doesn't get to talk about WordCamps anymore. This is great. Hey, but you, Glenn, tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, Glenn Ingram, owner of Web Search Pros. We do ADA compliant web design optimization and coming to you live from Las Vegas because I aspire to be like Manny when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Good to have you on. Say, how about you? Hello, I am Say Reed. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, add Say Reed Media on all the things. Although at some point, I suppose I should talk about my other company, which I never talk about. (laughs) CEO, principal, and founder of Carrot and Collaborative. This is a fun note. I've never said that on here before, but true fact. You never have. I even uh, asked you to and you said that. Because I haven't done anything with the socials for it. Uh, also, uh, founding co-organizer of WordCamp Long Beach. Boom. In your face, Jason. And uh, uh, at Savory Media on all the things. Ding! Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I do this show as well as another show called WP Blab. Feel free to go take a look over at wpwarcore.com slash subscribe, where you can subscribe to this content and all the other content that we put out on the network. You guys are hilarious. You guys, you know, the, you've been trained with by all the 14-year-olds on YouTube to point down whenever somebody <laughs> talks about subscriptions. I can subscribe. Um, what, what do you guys do? What do you guys what do you guys do when I say like ring the bell or or leave a comment? What happens oh, with that? Um, <laughs> I I, uh, I just like to try to point at it because I'm like going the other way and it makes me laugh to be every time be like, what direction is that? I don't know. <laughs> like playing oh, in the here. So let's talk a little bit about uh, web hosts. How about that? So, so um, oh, oh, do you do you want to you want to intro? Go for it. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to blurb. So I was having this whole. So this morning I pushed a site that I did was doing updates on to production from staging, and I was having this whole moment because there's this person who I don't know who they are. I don't remember their Twitter handle. I should, but every Friday they tweet, hey, FYI, go push to production because it's Friday. And I just appreciate that so much every Friday. And while I was pushing to production, I was thinking about that 
<laughs> that Twitter account and how she says that every week and how I was pushing the production on a Friday and how I shouldn't do that. But then I was also thinking about this site, this client sites on WP Engine. And I was thinking about how safe it makes me feel to be on. There she is. Yep. Kelly Vaughn. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, Kelly Vaughn, shout out to the hilarity of being consistent <laughs> with that. It's like the best reminder ever. Um, so also someone, I don't know if it was her the other day, was like, don't unclench your jaw. I have random tweets that just like are just like good reminders. I was like, that's a good one. I'm glad to say they're all bots. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, she she actually if she actually runs a podcast called Ladybug Podcast, and Mm -hmm. it's it's an awesome podcast. All ladies doing coding. Anyway, it's a great tweet. It's a great Mm -hmm. thing she does. It's a great service to humanity. But anyway, I ignored it this week, and I was just thinking about how I was doing it anyway. But how because I'm on WP Engine. Um, and I, you know, I was on the staging site and I was just like updating with abandon, <laughs> like, cause I'm on the staging site. So it doesn't matter. So I just clicked things and I was just having this flashback to the old days when updating like that would give me such anxiety. And it was just such a thing because, and you wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't post, you know, push anything to production cause I'd be probably working on production. And um, it just made me feel so nice and safe in that WP Engine land. And then when I push the deploy staging to live button, like it doesn't even cause the crazy anxiety. Like I get more anxiety pushing a send Mailchimp button with the little sweaty <laughs> monkey hand. You guys Mailchimp at all? Heck yeah, yeah. Yes. Monkey hand, uh, where he's like, "Oh God, you're gonna push it," but like I was like, "Click," because. I can just undo it if there's a problem and I've already tested it all on staging. So I was just thinking about how, how lovely that is to have that environment that just works and allows you to roll things back and is a nice, it brings me joy and pleasure to be able to do that without all the anxiety of, of old, of ye old days. We got folks in the chat that are are saying all sorts of stuff about uh about push pushing to production and also people just being really nice and, and sharing with one another. Like for instance, Cosper posted this here saying uh, that he he <laughs> likes the fact that they uh they have a group chat where uh, they, they remind people to take their antidepressants. So that's that's yeah. pretty awesome. That is nice. I love okay. it. What is that? Manny's sorry. Manny's like spamming us all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you a, 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 a meme. So don't, don't click you like base sixty four. <laughs> What the heck is going on here? My bad. So what what are some, what are some good characteristics of great web hosts? Um, Mm. You know, uh, say mentioned earlier about uh, staging, staging servers being an awesome thing, especially if they're deeply integrated in that dashboard. I think that's probably a a really, really good one. Um, Free SSL. (laughs) Free SSL. Yeah. Oh, also great. Pre-configured SSL. Yes. That's, yes. that's, you know what? That is a joy. That's nice. It's very <laughs> Thank nice. You. Thank you for not making me do that. I appreciate <laughs> it. That's, like, um, that's a good one. Yes. Uh, daily backups, free daily backups. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I think people, people take that for granted. There are hosts that I know and clients that I've worked with who work with these hosts. Um, they don't do backups. And the clients think their stuff is backed up and their site, you know, they come to me, they're like, my site is hacked. I'm like, well, you didn't have a backup, did you? 
Yeah, I thought we're I hoped the, it been. Yeah. The backup of the hacked site, that's the best. Or or the other thing is if they need if the host has to restore it, the host will charge them like a very yeah sufficient amount, you know? Yeah. It's not a good cost center. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't be where you're making your money. Uptime. Ooh. No yeah. random weird server errors. I feel like I'm in a weird position because I ran a host, uh, ran a WordPress hosting company for a while. And like, there was no staging site. that was pre-staging. There was no staging site. There, there was labs, but, um, there were labs. but like my concerns were not the same as the client concerns, you know? Right. Um, yeah. but areas in which that dovetails all the things we just listed, definitely free SSL and easy to use SSL. I really like WP Ooh. engine as a consumer because that's easy and seamless. And then as a dev, it took me a really long time to move my own stuff to them because I just wanted SSL access. There's a lot of stuff that, or SSH access. There's a lot of stuff I needed to do on the shell or like couldn't quite do through their support. And I do want to say they have like the best support of any host I've worked with ever. The engine? Yes, their support is phenomenal. And in fact, Maybe not to the best degree because I rely on their support in a way that I literally do not with any other tech company out there. Like there are tasks yeah. that I literally will just be like, you know what? Support will do this and they'll do it in five minutes. I'm going to chat wow. them right now. Um, yeah. the, the, the converse of that is, uh, and I, I used to really recommend these for a lot. So I actually have a lot of like friends and old clients that mm-hmm. I don't work with anymore that are on site ground because I used to really like them. Yeah. And uh, now I'm just like, because if you go, if you go ask them anything about there, they're like, sorry, we can't help you. Sorry, we can't help you. And I tried to, for a friend, this was because he's a nonprofit. So I was helping him out. And I tried to set up a staging site on his shared hoster on shared hoster, shared host on SiteGround uh, the other day. And not only did it like completely just combust the whole staging site, it looped the staging site to uh, uh, another client site. Yeah. On the, on the staging, like so, I was like, "What is this crazy site?" Like, and I was like, "Is this a spam site? This is. This seems like a an actual site, like just some niche weird site." So I actually went and looked it up, and they just have their regular registry. You know, it's like. <laughs> Seemed like they're spam at all, and they're hosted on SiteGround. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, they just crossed their freaking wires here." So and- that, that so that's good. The that's it, the good thing would be to have a to have staging very tightly integrated into you know like WP Engine has. Have yeah, it very I don't know tightly what integrated. nonsense this was, but like literally the staging site, and now I can't access that site. I tried to clear everything that there possibly was. And they couldn't, they were like, we can't reproduce it, so we can't help you. You should just clear your cache. Restart your modem. I'm like, restart my modem? Okay. Oh. What the hell? Like, nice. that was literally the advice they gave me. And like, <laughs> so I still can't access that site from my laptop. And I can from my desktop, which has nothing to do with my IP address, but okay. So anyway. So it, I showed it earlier, but Cosper was saying that server-side caching is mm-hmm. is uh, is something that's uh, really good there. And then also, uh, Ross Giles said that having your latest version of PHP, I think, is is, is oh, good too. PHP is a big deal. Yeah. I just had but to I'm, update. I, I just I'm, had to update a site on Hostgator, uh, and Hostgator was on I don't know, five point four, I think, and it was hilarious because it was like you can update to PHP, but it was like 
there's only this is the stable version and the other one is the not the edge version. I was like, PHP seven is not an edge version anymore, host gator. Like what planet are you on? It was like if I was a consumer, I would have been like terrified by their just their language on that page. There's no way there's, I would have ever There's another that. one here. Uh, Ross was saying that uh, if, if the site's running uh, PHP 5, uh, definitely upgrade. Yeah, well, everything will break. into that. So, so cool. if you have a site on HostGator, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on HostGator. You have to go update them because they still are, like, super happy on the five-point land. Yeah, I've been, I've been running a VPS since 2012. Actually, I, I met someone in Vegas. I lived in Vegas, and he was running like this, you know, um, his own hosting. And then I was working with him. And then he started. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to shut my host down." I'm like, "Oh, well, what am I going to do?" He's like, "You should check out this this place." And it was a place called Known Host. So I've been with Known Host. Known. No, known Host. They're relatively unknown, <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's managed it's managed a managed VPS that I've been with them for forever. And like they're super speedy on all their support, but the cool thing is you get root at, root level access. And I don't know if if you've dealt with that before, but you have a lot of permissions if you want to experiment, learn a lot about DevOps stuff. That's where I've been for a long time. Yeah, in my case, back in 2015, I moved to Vegas and I went to the AWS Reinvent Convention. And I learned a lot there about EC2 instances and those kind of things. And I used to have hosting everywhere. So now I combined everything together and I, I run my own hosting. I either use Easy Engine, which is a WordPress-based uh, Easy Engine, uh, yeah. uh, WordPress hosting, or WordOps, because Easy Engine version 4, they went to Docker. And WordOps is like a fork of the old version of uh, Easy Engine. So, wait, so how is that actually, that's just reselling hosting. That's not doing your own hosting. Not really. No, he's talking about deployment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, more like how he's setting up his containers. So, yeah. May, are you like on a cloud service? Yes, I use AWS EC2. AWS. AWS. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then I set up my own Easy Engine or, or WordOps for my clients. Oh, your own. Yeah. Reselling hosting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe maybe about. about the levels of hosting because, you know, there are different levels. Like there's shared <clears> hosting. Yep. And then there's, um, you know, virtual private servers, which are usually on virtual machines. There's specific WordPress managed hosting. Yeah. Managed hosting, WordPress <laughs> managed hosting. And then yep. there's cloud, there's yeah. like cloud storage sort of hosting. I don't know. What's a good word for that? Like yeah. AWS and DigitalOcean. Yeah. I think basically cloud, cloud hosting. One of the main mistakes that like beginners that started doing WordPress do is they install WordPress and they forget about it. Like these small business owners, they, oh, I can do this myself. And then they install WordPress, they forget about it. They forget to update. They forget to maintain the, the website. They get hacked and then they see, oh, what happened? No, and then they blame WordPress. But uh, it's because of lack of knowledge. When you do WordPress, you get all the freedom of having it do, to do whatever you want and all those 50,000 over plus plugins that are available, but there is the responsibility also to maintain the website, but they forget about it. They don't know that because because mm-hmm. perhaps they come from, you know, an, an old H, static HTML website mm-hmm. or, but then when you do have WordPress or any other, other of those CMSs, right? Any, any of them. You we need don't talk to, about those on here. 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to maintain them. Right? They do not exist. Yeah. So do you think do you think it's good to have a web host that gives you um like a, a base install of WordPress ready to go? Or do you feel that you would much rather have it to where it's asking you like, um, oh, what type of website are you building? And now it's gonna install like five hundred different plugins and five hundred different themes and it gives you all these like preloaded themes. Like it it seems to be where there's these like mixtures between if you're somebody who's starting off brand spanking new. And you just like created a WordPress host, you know, a, a, a web, ah, a WordPress hosted site. And it's like, okay, well, here's, you know, here's everything ready to go for you. That might be good for like the beginner, but somebody like us, we want like the most bare bones, basic, <laughs> stripped down version of WordPress that then we can start from there. So, I mean, what are you talking about building for? Because I build for right. clients, right? So I, I in no way want that. I don't want to have to build something custom for these clients because I want them to be able to go to support and get help from them because I'm not on call and that is not my job. So like I hook up all of my clients with managed hosting um, mm-hmm. across the board and I want them to have, you know, so there's some basically all the, well, that's not true because there's some managed hosts that have a bunch of stuff that gets auto installed, but it's mostly the quick installs on shared hosting that have all of that bloat. Like I just actually, I have a screenshot. I took a screenshot of it because it was so bad of, I just did a fresh on that host gator site that I was putting a, uh, that I updated the PHP on. I put a, like a dev site up just to like, you know, start experimenting because there's no staging. And, um, it it literally put in opt-in mo- like every opt-in every WP beginner um, plugin that was possibly and and WordPress was out of date and all of those plugins were out of date. So wow, all that started was like a like first of all it was a nightmare of pop-ups in the admin and then the plugins were all out of date and the core was out, like I was like this is like what ex- who is this for who is this working for. It like, sounds yeah. like a C panel type deal where it, the panel's pre-configured. Right. And what's weird or ironic is that like my preferred style of hosting for myself, which is to use an image to spin up a new container essentially um, is a really similar and much simpler and more direct model and not really consumer accessible. Um, right. You, so like finding a good, place where that dovetails. I think that's where WP Engine and Pantheon have been really successful. I'm a huge Um, fan of DreamPress, uh, DreamHost's DreamPress service. They are, they have great support. It's super clean. It's a really easy interface. So, and it's a, you know, it's not expensive. Um, So it's like, to me, it's kind of like the the go-to like managed host for just kind of someone who needs, you know, a, a, a website, most business sites at this point, that's what I'm referring to because um, it doesn't have crazy installs of everything mm-hmm. except for Jetpack, which they include Jetpack premium. So how's their security? Because DreamHost wasn't really known for being awesome with that a while ago. And it's been a long time since I've worked with them. Like have they improved their, they're great now. See, that's okay, right? Like even even GoDaddy, which you know you were dissing in the pre-show, Manny. Like I I used to be the biggest. <laughs> anti- that on Manny. It was all of us. I was the biggest. Um, was it you, Various? Someone was anti GoDaddy. Was it Glenn? Whoever it was. Yeah, it was a little bit everybody. <laughs> I mean, I used to be totally anti GoDaddy. 
but their onboarding for new WordPress clients is like real good. Yeah, they, they've, got a, they've got a good process and they put together a plugin for that as well. So yeah, they have a really solid um, service now, and it kind of pains me a little bit every time to um, to to actually. I don't actually, I do the dream host, but even GoDaddy's changed. My point being is like the services change. And it's like, especially when we've been in the biz for a long time, mm-hmm. you like, you kind of get comfortable in your spot and then new things pop up or people start to deteriorate. Like, I don't know why everyone's still talking about Bluehost. Like that's anything that is a thing. Right. Like, I'm like, are we still there's well, that's similar to one-on-one, one, one in one hosting. <laughs> I, have, oh, man. Yeah. I have all of my one domains in- registered at one in one. It's so <laughs> bad. One in one is, <laughs> man, that was the roughest time that I've had working with clients. Is, is, is one in one an EID company or no? Huh? I own now, also. They don't even yeah, call because- it one in one anymore. Yeah, all the no, EIG no, companies no. are. Kind of- iPower was the worst. I'm sorry. iPower was the worst. <laughs> I, I, I run things a little bit differently than what Shay was saying. Literally, when I started my company, I was fortunate to live across the street from the guy that owned the biggest .NET new hosting company in the world back then. And he said, if you're going to be building sites, if you're going to be doing this, you may as well get a dedicated server and charge them for hosting because they're going to pay somebody. Why not let them pay you? And mm-hmm. the simple analogy was, you know, if you build 100 sites in the next couple of years and you charge $50 a month, guess what? You're making $6,000 next year just from hosting. Yeah, so, I, I've, I, I yeah. consider that to be, um, one, unethical, and two, um, a little bit of a you're keeping those people hostage. I don't believe in having your developer and your hoster be the same person. I have seen so many small businesses be taken advantage of that situation. So I, I, would I wouldn't say unethical. I wouldn't say unethical. I, 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 say. Unethical yeah. if, I have seen it be unethical. If, if you oh, holding, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you that. were holding them hostage, absolutely. But you could have it, you know, set forth and clear that whenever they want to leave, it's in the contract. Yeah, month to month. You can take a backup. You can You're take a backup. You're charging people for something that they could have their own credentials for. And some people are fine with that. But a lot of times, you know, I'll see someone charge someone $100 a month for hosting that's costing them like $2. And I I don't think that that's right personally. So. Well, but, but they're in a com- completely different community. You're not going to be on there with 5,000, 10,000 sites that you have to worry about those sites getting hacked and coming over and affecting your service when you can minimize and control that stuff and make sure that every site on your server is updated, managed and stuff like that. Well, um, that's, that's one of the reasons why I have a VPS is because I do have my clients on there as well. Um, and if I wanted to go dedicated one day, I'll do that. But VPS, you know, gives you that full control and everything's optimized to be faster. It's not this shared host. And I mean, you know, if they need support, I'm there to support them. And so, yeah, I I don't want that pain any at all. Like if there's, if their site goes down or if there's some outage, like I don't, I don't, it's not worth it to me to have that money. In addition to the issues of what are you charging people and all that other stuff. Like I want my clients to be independent of that. And in fact, I try to make them as independent as possible. So if something happens to me, like I win the lottery and I move to the mountains somewhere, um, then, you know, they can still have their site. They have all their own passwords. They have their own hosting. I train my clients to use support as much as possible. Some of them are not trainable to do that, but at the very least I get them on like hosts that have support so that they can access that stuff. I think what I've seen 
for small businesses is, has been so bad. And I'm not saying you do this, Glenn, or you do this various, you know, these are individual things, but the, the, by far the majority of developer hosted websites that I've seen are um, basically people being held hostage and, um, being, yeah, that's, being that's something you can't, you can't do that as a public figure. So I'm a public figure. And, and if that ever happened, that'd be, that'd be the end of my credentials. <laughs> yeah. well, this is kind of you automate things right now. Cause I mean, literally you can automate it to where you can take your backup once a month, plop it over into a shared drive or whatever. So if I would get hit by a car tomorrow, all they have to do is go to their shared drive. Here's your backup. The file yeah, plug it into the next server. They know like, how to go to their shared drive with their backup and do stuff with that. What JD is saying here in the comments makes sense. And this is the one of the reasons why, um, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Steve, but Steve's not here to defend himself. So I'll speak for Steve. Steve's always said <laughs> that, um, that he want they, to, to go with the companies, you know, if you're going with him to do the web development, you're going to him because he's a specialist at web development. Right. He's not a specialist at web hosting. And right. he doesn't want to be a specialist at web hosting. I mean, I, I applaud for applaud you folks who either are current currently doing web hosting for your clients and, and the ones that got out of it and, and realized like, oh my gosh, do I really want to do this for a living or not? Um, there's those companies have those people and they have that infrastructure. And you know, when they hire you, they understand that, you know, there's only one or two or three or four of you that work for work for that website and work for that, you know, are gonna actually be the ones building that site. But when it comes to the web hosting side of things, you need 24-7 support. You need exactly. somebody babysitting the servers all the time. You need all that stuff. And if you don't have that, um, I, I wouldn't recommend, you know, I wouldn't recommend, oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend the company that's going well, to provide those things. And I wouldn't recommend yeah. myself because I'm not available to do that 24-7. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that, and the difference. Sorry. What we've seen, though, is the evolution. Um, and I know this firsthand because – from 2004 to 2011, I ran a hosting company where I built a box and I brought it to a co-location place. And I said, hey, this is my box and we do WordPress websites. And the hosting was separate from the development. They were priced out separately. It was, you know, hosting was its own thing. Development was its own thing. Um, what I really like about today's managed hosting is the way there's a clear understanding that there are different types of users in the control panel. There are developers, there are account owners, they may or may not be the same person. Um, and the developer is always going to need specific asset or access to things. Um, so I like that a lot. Um, I like where managed WordPress hosting is today, especially because the third area in which they're getting to is local development and deployment. And so Flywheel has its own get local. WP Engine just rolled out dev kit. Pantheon uses um, Lando and Docker in a really phenomenal way. I mean, like it's, it's top to bottom. They're doing the, the whole continuous integration workflow. Right. And we have a lot of really good options and it's not even, necessarily a competition because all three of those hosts that I just mentioned, I work with every week. Exactly. You know? And you know what? You can still charge your clients to keep those, mm -hmm. those accounts maintained and updated because they don't necessarily want to interface with the hosting company or whatever. So it's not like you're taking yourself out of the game in terms of like yeah. not hosting for them. It's that you are allowing them to get better in my view you're allowing them to get that better service while still maintaining that access and not being responsible for something that, you know, if a security, if a, if a server got hacked for some host that, you know, that I was maintaining, 
I wouldn't know what to do with it. Like that's not in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and I, I think there's a difference. Yeah. There needs to be a distinction between managed hosting and unmanaged hosting. So yeah. everything that I do is managed. Mm-hmm. And I don't work unmanaged. So I, if I owned a, a VPS that was unmanaged, there wouldn't be any support, you know, that's available to my clients, you know, or me because it's unmanaged. Mm-hmm. But I and use managed, everything managed. And that's the beauty of working with good managed companies is literally they have the place where worth has three locations, one on each coast, makes Arizona, Florida, and, and I think it's Michigan. And so literally they can have everything backed up. So if something would happen and a hurricane hits um, Florida, Within an hour, you're up and running in one of the other servers. So there's a lot of benefit from these managed servers that I think gives you a better option since some of the shared hosting places where basically everything's in Salt Lake City. And if that facility goes down, everyone's cracked. <laughs> I mean, is that even a thing anymore? Like everyone, I mean, any host that's worth its salt in yeah. has, has redundant servers, right? Like even 15 years ago, redundancy was a thing. My little dinky hosting company, we were redundant to three different U.S. locations. So, okay. right. Yeah, like like, I, mean, I think that's pretty standard at this. I would be that would be alarming, like like, <laughs> like that would be like that that would be like real bad if someone didn't have at least redundant redundant systems set up in terms of hosting. But really, I think it's it, it's about the client and giving that client the ability to have the freedom at, to to do that and to um, you know be be connected and have all of their own services i call it having the keys to your own castle and i think that everyone should have the keys to their own castle and Mm -hmm. you can get a spare key and they will let you have the spare key and then you can let yourself in and out as you need to to keep things you know running but i i i never recommend to my clients that they host with um any sort of reseller or anything i want them to have their own account access yeah, and, and they can do that when you have a managed VPS. They have their own cPanel. They can get into there. They do whatever they want, you know. And that's it, folks. Oh, damn. That's it, folks. So, yeah, go over to my website at jpwarcore.com slash subscribe. Uh, Glenn's face is totally gone <laughs> behind that behind that there. But, yeah, uh, go, go over there and go take a look at it. Uh, this show is um, made available <laughs> audio podcast as well as a video um, on YouTube. Uh, we stream this live on Facebook, onto Twitter, onto all sorts of places. So feel free to go watch us at all those places there as well. And uh, lastly, I want to say thank you for um, for all you folks for coming on the show here, talking a little bit about the joys of good WordPress web hosting. I really appreciate it. Talk to you all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.